Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Lifestyle Business Sweet Spot. My name is Stevie and this podcast is dedicated to showing you the ambitious, intelligent, current or aspiring online business owner or course creator, how to build a business that prioritizes time, freedom, happiness, and deep impact over relentless scale at any cost. If you aspire to a business that allows you to impact people at scale whilst working five-hour days with a lean remote team and high profit margins, this podcast is dedicated to showing you how. Ready to hit the lifestyle business sweet spot? Head to thecoursecartel.com forward slash training and we will send you a completely customized training with the entire path laid out for you. Starting this podcast, I wanted to make sure that we were always having different conversations, conversations that the rest of the online business world isn't necessarily having, conversations that if you're an advanced course creator, you're probably really happy to be hearing about because it feels like you're talking, you know, these sorts of things in your mind to yourself in a bubble. And if you're a current or an aspiring digital course creator, they're the things that you want to know are ahead of you on the journey. And so in today's podcast episode, I want to cover the seven deadly online course sins that successful course creators make. A lot of the time we think that, you know, because we've hit our first 100,000 in revenue or 500,000 in revenue or a million dollars that we've made it and that all of our dreams have come true and that we're awesome and that we did it and that everything's perfect. And yet, If you have been there, you would know, and if you haven't, you may not know, but I'm about to tell you that often isn't actually the case. 
And in fact, experiencing that first taste of success is often a fairly dangerous place to be in. It's really easy at this point in your online course business journey to fall into what I call the trappings of success and to commit one of what I like to call the seven deadly experienced course creator online course sins. So I'm going to go through what they are, why they are so common, and why I personally feel so passionately about helping other people to avoid them. So much so that solving these problems is a central pillar in the new version of our business in the course cartel and in how we help people to move towards our ultimate end game in business, which we call the lifestyle business sweet spot. So let's go through one by one the seven deadly online business sins that newly minted course creators who have had that first sweet, sweet taste of success fall into. Number one is the Frankenstein offer suite. What do I mean by this? What I mean is that often once you've had success with one course or program, There can be a tendency to think that the secret to capitalizing on that success is to do more. And what that often leads to is a new suite of haphazard, what I call Frankenstein offer creations and a disjointed, confusing and overly complex product suite. And on the flip side, one very tired and one very burnt out digital course creator. We are kind of conditioned to believe that the success that we have is defined by the amount of struggle and the amount of work that you had to go through in order to create it. One of the biggest mindset shifts that you need to adopt as an online educator is that that is not actually the case. You are building a business based on leverage. And yes, there is hard work that you need to do up front, but if it's consistently feeling hard through the constant creation of new offers, there is a fundamental issue with your business. The simplest way to scale is to have one offer. Later, you can look at having another offer, an Ascension offer, for example, but thinking that the only way to replicate your success is to create an overly complex product suite and to do this hard work to constantly create it is a mistake. And so number one is the Frankenstein offer suite. Number two is chasing an arbitrary revenue goal. So I don't know about you, but I kind of feel that anyone that's under $100,000 in revenue has $100,000 as their revenue goal or 10K months. And anyone that is over $100,000 in revenue has a million dollars as their revenue goal. Why? Is it because we just want to reach the round number? A lot of the time it's completely arbitrary and The danger in setting an arbitrary revenue goal is that you can make really ego-driven business decisions that don't align with the lifestyle that you set out to create in the first place. So chasing a revenue goal and what it can look like in terms of ego-driven business decisions is 
Deciding to scale at any cost, and I literally mean at any cost, which can eat into your expenses and erode the profit margins that you would otherwise have if you scaled slowly and sustainably with an intentional thought into the profit level that you want to have for your business, what that means in terms of revenue and what that means in terms of the model, in terms of pricing, in terms of delivery, in terms of how you're serving your people that you need in order to reverse engineer into it. There is this real rhetoric in the online business industry that you've got to scale to a million dollars, that you've, you know, got to do all of these things. And I used to get caught up with it myself. I think if you go back deep into my Instagram, I've got, you know, how I'm planning to scale to a million dollars. But one thing I know for sure from myself and from having the perspective of speaking to a lot of other online business owners that are in a similar position to me, or at least were, is that reaching that $1 million revenue goal does one of two things. Number one, it makes you realize that you want to go further and that $1 million is actually just the starting line. And if that is you, all power to you, go for it. Or number two, that the $1 million isn't actually a goal in and of itself. And that if you're sacrificing other things in order to reach for it, maybe you need to rejig what the priority is and lead with that and let the revenue, or should I say the profit goal, be the thing that drives you there rather than being the end goal without thinking about anything else. So number three is going too hard, too fast. What I mean by this is relentlessly scaling and becoming too successful too fast. And yes, it is 100% a thing because once again, I have been there. (laughs) So what happens when we decide that we want to be really, really, really successful and we're ready to run at a particular goal and we just relentlessly do that without even thinking about what happens around us? is that it will usually lead to operational and organizational chaos, which leads to diminishing delivery side quality and a lot of the time resulting reputational damage. Now, especially if we are, and a lot of us are, we get into this because we're good marketers, we can market until the cows come home. But if we can't keep up on the delivery side of things, then it's going to affect the reputation of the business. And it is going to be a huge issue in terms of what it is that you thought you wanted, because you'll realize that in relentlessly going too hard, too fast towards what is often going back to the previous point, an arbitrary revenue goal will have associated consequences that are very, very unintended. And so going too fast, too hard, even though it's the real rhetoric in the online business industry, you know, like we talk about doubling our revenue and tripling our revenue, which is wild in any normal business. If you were to double your revenue, it would just be considered like transformational, like, you know, 10 or 20% increases year on year are considered normal in anything outside of the online business world. And yet there's this expectation that we need to relentlessly be doubling and doubling and doubling without thinking about what are the consequences of doing so. So slow down, Nelly. <laughs> Number four is following someone else's dream. Now, this is a really big one. And here's what it looks like. It looks like following a coach with a different business ethos to you and accidentally building a business model that doesn't align with your business intent and the direction that you want to take. 
Again, I have been here. I have done it myself. And I think a lot of the time it comes from having that first taste of success and then feeling like, my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing here and I need to follow someone further along who does. This is why at the Course Cartel, we are so passionate about being very clear on what the desired end game for the people that we work with is. And that is the lifestyle business sweet spot. And so, We can say with complete crystal clear clarity that you are for us if you align with our values and you align with the desired end game that we help our clients and our students potentially work towards. The danger comes when you decide to work with a mentor or a coach or follow people online that have a completely different founder's intent to you. And so what I mean by that and a very practical example is that you know, I, I joined a group coaching program and, you know, the founder's intent was ultimately to sell their business. And so they were talking about scaling with huge team and, and, you know, these org charts that just had so many people on them. And it just felt so heavy to me, but because I felt like I didn't know any better, I started following that without actually knowing that that model was going to get me to an outcome that I never wanted in the first place. And so I started to go down the the journey of chasing a dream that wasn't mine and running months in the wrong direction towards it before coming back to self and thinking, what's my dream? What is it that I want to achieve? Number five is confusing cash flow for wealth. So one of the big things that can happen when you have a lifestyle business is that you can have the first sweet taste of money. Essentially, you can start to be making really good money and you can start to feel excited by that. And you can start to think that your business is giving you the security that you never previously had. And so you start to rely on your business as the thing that is funding your lifestyle And you can go down two routes here. Number one, you can just say, well, I've got this business now, I'm set. Or you can start to live what I call the rich lifestyle, which means that you're increasing your lifestyle expenses and all of the things. But you're actually in a position where if anything ever happened to your business or if ever the income stopped, you would be in a very, very difficult position. So, What do you need to do once you have a business that has had that first sweet taste of success and you're starting to make good profit? The big thing is to be really intentional about what you're doing with the profit in your business. If you can get to the point that you're pulling profit out of your business in order to invest in things outside of your business that will ultimately grow your wealth and will make you wealthy and not just rich, which means that the tap could be turned off at any time, and you're actually starting to build and invest into things that are giving you um, what is ultimately, and like I hate this word because it is bandied around, but financial freedom is when you have all of your living expenses covered for the long run. You could stop working tomorrow and you would still be fine. People that have a lifestyle business and us online educators aren't thinking about this enough. And a lot of the time we're increasing our lifestyle or we're not properly 
taking money out of the business in order to get the freedom that we ultimately started it for in the first place. So the big mistake is relying on our business as the only vehicle in order to achieve that freedom and that long-term kind of freedom, essentially, and not actually thinking about a more sophisticated strategy for what you're going to do outside of the business with the profit that you're making. Number six is the relentless pursuit of more. And so what this looks like is blindly chasing more front-end sales, something that would have worked, you know, really pre-2021 before iOS and before leads and ad costs and all of that sort of thing started to rise when students were, you know, still not in a sophisticated, you know, market and buying decision mentality. And, you know, a lot of this stuff was new and, the attention was there and it's it's just different now. It's a dangerous and expensive game to play these days. And so we're still playing by an old rule book where, you know, we're relentlessly trying to get more leads in the door and we're trying and it's just this never ending game and it doesn't actually give you what you want in the end. And I think the game these days is rather than relentlessly pursuing more, it is actually being really intentional with your business model, serving deeply and looking at what that looks like in terms of a business model that doesn't rely on more, 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 more in order to reach your goals, but instead allows you to do less with higher profit margins while still serving deeply. And number seven is being marketing obsessed, but delivery poor. And so what I mean by this is spending 80% of your time on front-end marketing and as a result, ignoring the delivery side, ignoring the client experience, doing these one and done course builds and then, you know, going back to point number one, creating another one and rinse and repeat without actually really looking at, okay, I'm going to flip the focus onto delivery and I'm going to let that be the thing that really drives my business. Now, all of these things are so interspersed because we're marketing obsessed because we've got that relentless pursuit of more, right? So if we got away from that, then we could start to focus more on the delivery side without needing to get the leads and they all play in together is what I'm trying to say. One thing I know for sure is that there is nothing more painful, more expensive, or more disappointing than experiencing that first taste of success and then running in the wrong direction after the wrong thing because we didn't know which way to go and ending up with a business that is completely misaligned with the reason that you started it for in the first place. So it's nice to have a heads up to summarize what they are. Number one is the Frankenstein offer suite. Number two is chasing an arbitrary revenue goal. Number three is going too hard and too fast, causing operational and organizational chaos. Number three is following someone else's dream. It's a big one. Number four is confusing cash flow for wealth and not being intentional with what you're doing with the profits from the profit margins that you're sustaining in your business. Number six is the relentless pursuit of more. And number seven is being marketing obsessed but not focusing equally, if not more, on the delivery side. 
So that is what we help people do inside of our business as we move them towards the lifestyle business sweet spot. And these more kind of advanced, I guess, problems are the things that we're now helping people with inside of our next level program, which we'll be launching next year. We want to make you aware of them because it's not like the problems just go away as you start to grow in business and nor should they. Business is the process of solving problems. You just get better at learning how to surf them and knowing what your end game is allows you to make the intentional decisions to avoid those problems in the first place to get to where it is that you ultimately want to go. As always, I love having conversations over in the DMs. So please, the link is in the show notes to our new Instagram account at The Course Cartel. Come, let's chat and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, make sure you click the little plus button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify so that you get new episodes to your device every single week. And if you're a current or aspiring course creator ready to hit the lifestyle business sweet spot, head to www.thecoursecartel.com forward slash training and we will send you the complete roadmap. It will all be laid out for you.